Hey guys, what's up? It's Candace Kay and welcome to the Wabi Sabi Pod. This is going to be episode 27. Dude, I spent like three hours out in the water surfing today in the last three days too in a row and I can't wait to go back again in the morning. It's amazing how like I kind of went and into back into time like and started surfing again before I left New York eight years ago you guys I I left my boards and bikinis here all my wetsuits and booties and surf wax and solar res and FCS fin keys and I just like sort of fell back into love with something that kind of made me who I am um and it's crazy. I, I'm i not going to make the pod today very long because I want you to do a lot of self-work today. And I'm only asking you to do this because it is fall and it's time for change. And this is a really deeply gratifying moment where I get to share my life with you, whether I want to or not. It's become such a phenomenally resourceful and educational learning curve for me as much as it probably is for you, if not more so for me. So my hands on my heart, thank you for making the Wabi Sabi podcast your new fave podcast. Who would have known that this very Daria-like voice, chill attitude, and the fucking crazy amount of hard work that I've done for the last 15 years would be great um, tied into some storytelling. You guys write me the nicest notes to, I read every single one and thank you. Cause there have obviously are some haterville people out there, which is so weird. Cause I just have never understood why you would write negative things about somebody you absolutely do not know at all. I have the same pain that you have. I have the same hurt. I've had my heart broken a million times. I had, you know, totally, like horrible breakups and move outs and job losses and financial pangs and ups and downs and fights with my parents and my sister. And it's just like, dude, nobody needs to read negativity. So Facebook and Instagram and Twitter and all you fucking fabulous social channels, I commend you for cleaning up the trolling and the fake accounts and the people that are really nasty Because there's no reason for you to give them a platform of negativity. Not in the world that we live in today. No more. I'm going to talk about something that I've been thinking about the last few weeks. Because as you guys know, I left New York. I cried in every single fucking pod for you while I was leaving New York. That was like letting go of a boyfriend that I had held on to like a security blanket for eight years. Now... I might be slightly masochistic where I really enjoy pain and anguish and drama and I thrive off of chaos. I don't know why. It gets me off. Many things do, but that's just one of the many that I've learned. We all have many facets to who we are in our lives and we all are individually celebrated for the certain traits that we do have. And Today I'm going to talk about one thing that we're all really searching for. It's come up in a couple of my podcasts already, but this one's really special and it's called freedom. It's the one thing that we're actually all looking for at the end of the day.
I don't care where you came from or who you think you are, who you want to be, or maybe where you, you know, you are at this point in your life. Everyone's going through change and a tough time. So I need us to recognize the fact that my hand is on my heart. Freedom is inside of you and it's in the choices that you make every day. And if you are stuck at a job that you don't like and you hate your boss and you're just like hating life, then you have the opportunity to change. A couple of different friends have been asking me a lot of like deep moving questions lately, and I'm not sure why. I feel a shift happening in my life right now. Um, I hung out with friends from college and high school the last few days and they challenge me. They love me and support me and they've been by my side my entire life, some of them. And I love them forever and I'm grateful for them as well. But always keep in mind in the back of your mind and mine too, I have some friends that I'm also not getting along with right now, which is a deep and cutting pain that I've had to sort of work through. And maybe it's another reason why I started going back to surfing again, because like I can be out on my board for three hours and not think about anything in the meantime, except for maybe what I'm searching for. I had like great conversations with myself when I was out in the water, like, yo, Candace, so like, if your last eight years, you thrived as far as a businesswoman and a pioneer in your space and a writer and um, people love your recipes or whatever and your podcast now, like you also know that your personal life has really suffered. And even though I've had a, like a few really great boyfriends um, that didn't end up turning out so great <laughs> after a while, it was good until it wasn't good anymore. <laughs> Um, even though I've had love, I never opened up my heart fully to like finding great love, which meant like that final person. And I'm not really sure, um, like right now it's all about living my best and figuring out like who I am and working on myself in freedom and doing so. Episode 27, I want you to take notes and I want you to reflect a little bit on your life? Where can you find more freedom? I met somebody recently who um, opened my eyes to a new, a whole new world of perspective. And what's so crazy is a couple of my guy friends also followed this pattern of like trying to break my cycle of constantly writing books, one after the other, one-upping myself, putting pressure on myself to be good, to be smart, to be perfect, to be pretty, to be thin, to be loved, to be liked. All of that pressure was always on me for all my books that tied into the TV shows, the media, the content, and being a brand ambassador for the top amazing brands um, like... Origins, Cover Girl, Chanel, 
Adidas, Samsung, Belvedere, you name it. Like these are brands I proudly stand behind and work with. And my cycle was write books, stay relevant, get great press, help people change their lives, inspire people, love people, share your stories, share recipes. And then it, it like morphed into like, oh my God, like you've now written six books and you have signed 80 branding gigs and you are doing this because number one, you're really fucking good at it. And number two, you're better at it than most people. And number three, the opportunities kept presenting themselves. And I just kept running that marathon without even realizing did I have freedom along my pace down that road? Did I love what I was doing? And do I love what I'm doing? I'm not so sure. Now, when I lace up to go run or when I put on my wetty and I like get my, that's my wetsuit, and I, and I get my boards out like for a surf and I, I do that final like paddle out when I, you know, step on my yoga mat or when I go to bar class, like I usually almost always try to challenge myself to do my best trying to think of the moments that I have of freedom, freedom to make my own schedule, freedom to get up when I want to in the morning, freedom to date whoever I feel like and whenever, and freedom to travel whenever I feel like it as well. These are all things that I've allowed myself to understand that once I can financially be stable with where I want to be, I can do whatever I want and the world then becomes your oyster. I never wanted to tie finances and money to my freedom. And ultimately you don't need that to be free. But for me right now, that's like a puzzle piece that I'm trying to figure out. I like nice things. I like having a beautiful home, an apartment that I can love. And I'm creating space in my heart that I've never, ever, I've not like shifted this before, but I finally made space to start meeting the right person. And I've never done that before. Maybe it's because my whole life, starting from when I was like 15, I was in modeling, I was in front of a camera, and then I just started developing recipes and writing for the food magazines and the, and the books came and then just everything sort of snowballed into where we are now, which is producing more content, developing more content and writing more on the things I love, like tea, like travel, Japanese wellness, survivors of war, how nature can heal us, sleep is the best thing in the world, and also devotionally connecting hearts in divine timing with storytelling that can help to alleviate pain or maybe help from suffering. That's stuff I really dig. And as I like humble myself here every day by wearing less makeup, doing my hair less, pulling it up more, going out into the water, seeing old friends, just like not having to do all the show-offy stuff that I'd have to do all the time in New York has been a really nice break. There's a Candace and then there's Candace Kumai. And they're very different people, even though we're the same. 
In freedom, I find it in both people. I find it in my work life where I can let go and play an alter ego version of myself where I look like an Asian Barbie doll making cakes on the Today Show. And then there's a side of me, and that's all calculated and strategic. And it, there's a there's an a, a point A to point Z that goes into play with those four-minute segments of you seeing me cooking cake or making matcha with Dr. Oz. Tough stuff. Highly calculated. Planned out. And man, do I prep like a motherfucker. I prep better than anybody else I know, and I learned that from my mother. She still preps for all of her school classes all the time. What I'm getting at is, is that that's the work canvas that I have. Deadlines, crazy meetings, looking fabulous, taking good care. And then there's the Candace that just like wakes up, drinks a matcha, goes to bar class or for a surf and like writes her heart out or even records this pod for you, tries to create things, photographs, images, makes recipes, develops recipes, connects with her community, does speaking events. A lot of people that melt my heart are just people that are doing good work in their communities and the shelters, secondhand stores, boys and girls club, like all the stuff my dad does. Empathetically speaking, the regular Candace, who's just from Carlsbad, California, really, really enjoys being a normal person. I have no intent of wanting to be famous and to lose the freedom that I have to be a pretty normal, awesome San Diego surfer girl. I think that it's important for us to note before we lose ourselves, what is freedom to you? Where do you really want to go and take it? And how do you shift your sails so that you can better choose freedom every fucking time? Choose freedom. When you feel like you're going to be a victim to somebody or you feel like you're going to make yourself the victim, I urge you to flip that and call out to yourself, I am the heroine of my life, never to fall victim. I fear for people that conform to a very basic and safe, comfortable life. If that is what you want, then I'm all for it. But I feel that you are destined for greatness and you know that your talents are very special from other people's. Use them. I also want to urge you to let up a little bit on yourself and on others. Start telling yourself that you've done a really great job thus far. We often don't congratulate ourselves because we are too busy working on the next thing. And when you live in New York, it's ride or die. You have 50 people on your fucking ass or nutsack, whether you're a girl or a guy, depending on which one you are, that want your job. Maybe for me, it's more like 50,000. So the way that I always knew that I could set myself apart was to just do exquisite work that was creative and from my heart. Being a creator doesn't mean that you're looking around. It means that you're going inside. Sometimes freedom 
is just found in the simple things right inside of your heart and your mind. I want you to do something that can help you to take your mind off of work so that you can get really chill and creative and tap back into your true self. For me, that is being out on the water and sitting on my board for hours at a time, mindlessly just thinking of the next thing. I can't even tell you the kinds of things that run through my head when I put my headphones on and I travel on an airplane. I can't tell you how important slowing down has been. Slowing down and being still and quiet has benefited my mind and heart, my spirit and who I am as a person more than going a million miles an hour grinding in New York. I mean, it is what it is. Like I've lived many lives at this point. And if you want to call the shots in your life, you're going to have to work hard, unfortunately, be really good at what you do. Make sure you spend quality time on yourself and let up a little bit. And also just take notes on what feels good and drive yourself into that direction. I'm not a preacher. I don't want to tell you that what I believe is the end all be all. I'm just a girl that fell in love with her job very early on and kept going. It is very possible that many of us don't really want to be public, but we feel that the calling is very necessary to help others. And this platform is how I do that. A couple other ways that I think that we can free ourselves. You know, a lot of people just feel stuck. And whether that's a relationship, a job, a mortgage, a home, something that's tied you down and strapped you financially, financial stress is the worst stress. Maybe it's time for you to reassess a little bit. Go sign up for a community class. Go take some new lesson. I don't care if it's ballet, surfing, art. You can even join a running group. You can go for a swim. You can sign up for a sprint triathlon. You can sign up for a half marathon. Do something different today. Now, I don't tell this story that often, but when I was a like full-fledged surfer girl in Cali before I moved about 10 years ago, um, I had an accident surfing in El Porto in LA where my nose went under and it flipped back up, my, meaning with the board of, sorry, <laughs> the nose on my board flipped, it, the pressure went in from taking a spill on a wave, it flipped midair. So the fins are now sitting upwards. I flew up off the board and I was wearing a shorty like James Bond girl wetsuit and my butt landed on top of the fins and ripped my entire right leg open. I remembered sitting in the cold water, putting my hands down and feeling my leg just flapping in the water like open. 
my boyfriend at the time looked at me and he's like, you're okay, right? You're cool. And I was like, nope, I am not okay. I need you to take my board. And somehow I managed to get my leash off and hand the board really slowly and make my way back onto the shore. People watched me get out and they said, we saw what happened. Are you okay? And I said, no, I'm not. I need your help. My boyfriend came out of the water, my ex now, and he was like, holy okay, oh my God. Tried not to freak out. He's like, I'll be back. And I've never seen him run faster to go get a lifeguard. The person that helped me um, with his girlfriend or wife, he's like, I work at a hospital. Let me help you. And he took a towel and he wrapped my leg to hold it together and then the lifeguard came and he's like, I'm so sorry, but I have to open this up. And while they were all like I was laying on the sand, they were all around me helping. Um, my legs would not stop shaking. They were like flapping in the wind and I was in shock. And the guy that was helping from the hospital was like, oh, man, you missed a main artery by one inch. And the lifeguard screamed at him saying, you do not talk to her and say that to her right now. So I just kind of ignored it because I was already in full-fledged shock. And so the lifeguard says, sweetie, I'm so sorry, but I have to open this up to look at it. So he has to like take the towel off, open my leg up, clean it out. He's like, this isn't a cut. This is like a massive laceration. And they called the fire department. And I went into emergency surgery at the hospital over in L.A. Um, for like eight hours. And they reconstructed like my legs. I was a fit model and a model and a print model. And they called in a plastic surgeon to help put the leg back together. There were a couple hundred stitches from the inside to the outside and I was on crutches for over a month. And needless to say, I could never get back in the water for a while. Now, irony would tell you that when California first came out with their tourism board, they had these commercials, which you can remember with Arnold Schwarzenegger and Maria Shriver and uh, Rob Lowe and everybody was in them. And I landed the part of the surfer girl in that commercial, the first one that ever came out. And I still had my stitches in when I got called and cast out for it. And we were paddling out in Malibu for the shoot. And I went to my doctor and I was like, yo, dude, can I go out for this? And he's like, I'm not going to tell you no, but I am going to tell you, you got to take your antibiotics. <laughs> so I got back on a board and made it out into the water. And when the wardrobe stylist saw my leg, she was, like, in shock. I mean, not only was it cut open, but it was, like, black and blue. And it was crazy. Like, the surgery, the laceration, the stitches. But the long story short is, is I got back on my board and I went out there. I shot the commercial, even though I wasn't supposed to, which was such an iconic and sort of t turning point in my career. And then I also... Um, I was taft heartlead into SAG at that time because of that commercial. And the months after that and the years after that were massive regression in surfing. I had become scared of big waves when I had just started to get really good. 
I was terrified of my board hitting me anywhere. The fins always looked like razor blades to me for a while. And whenever I would paddle out into like really high tide, low tide, didn't really matter. Just anything that was like five feet overhead, I would get really scared. So this is a really good place for me to be because surfing is challenging. It always has been, always will be. And I, I just can't tell you how I understand that we all can find freedom from these setbacks that we all have in life. Now, maybe it wasn't an injury for you. It could have been a breakup. It could have been a job loss. It could have been a family member lost, a friend lost. It could have just been you saying, I fucking hate where I am in my life right now. I get it. Shit ain't fucking easy and it's not perfect either. Wabi sabi. Your freedom is you making choices and decisions that are thought through or not, but just you making change is freedom. You getting back out there and doing shit you're afraid to do is freedom. You telling people to fuck off and say, I'm going to do me and I don't really want your judgment on me and I don't give a shit what you think because I'm going to do me anyways. People that tell you what to do with your life can go fuck themselves. I'm so over people telling other people like what is right, what is wrong. No, I'm just telling you my life story, even if I don't want to share it all. I don't know why. Storyteller. One of the other things I've always dreamed of a friend asked me this the other day too was, he's like, what do you really want to do? What are your goals? And you know, I'd said, I, I'm just going to move into content creation and merchandise. We opened up the matchashop.com, which I hope you guys can visit and get merch at. Everything goes to small business owners and artists and local creatives like myself and funding this podcast. It's the matcha shop, S-H-O-P-P-E.com. I also said to myself that I wanted to create more content as far as production goes. So I'll be working with my team overseas on a few new projects. I'll be consulting for bigger food brands where we can help them to develop better products that are better for the people. And I've also always had this thing for 60 minutes. I don't know why. (laughs) One of my dreams is to be Um, A really outstanding, loyal, and integrity-based gold standard journalist. I don't know where I'm going to do it yet, but I often watch all the greats on 60 Minutes. I watch how they interview. I watch their stories. I watch the bravado from everyone, and it sends like shivers and chills down my spine because it's so beautiful. It's like an anthem to me. I often watch greats like even like Larry Bird and Magic Johnson have a thing and they shot commercials together. And I might've spoken about this before, but when I watch them, it makes me so happy. Happiness is sometimes knowing that you're on the right wavelength and happiness and contentment also can be okay. If you can live with the notion that you're right where you're supposed to be right now. Nothing here is perfect, guys. I don't care what I make things look like on Instagram. Half of the shit I post is just like stuff my team wants me to do anyways. 
Sometimes I post stuff I like, but you'll notice I'll never just post pictures of myself because I think that's slightly narcissistic. <laughs> I enjoy posting food photos and matcha photos and travel photos and happy pics, nature, love, light, beautiful imagery and gorgeous food. I mean, that's what makes me tick. But times are changing and I want us to find freedom in our everyday lives. Challenge yourself, make changes, go do something that scares the shit out of you. Make a change to create something new with your life. We are all in search of freedom. If you have to break up with someone, do it. If you need to leave a relationship, do it. If you need to let some people go that aren't serving you in your life anymore at this time, my palms are my heart are open to you right now. It's okay to let them go. Open up the channels of freedom. You are not the victim of your life. You are the heroine of your life. Be brave. You are love and to be loved. And those are the only two things you ever need to worry about. You're really perfect just as you are. I'm going to read off some of your questions. And in the meantime, I want you guys to remember that the matcha shop is open. Please support your local pod and please buy three gifts for a friend. It would be really nice if you bought one of the posters or the t-shirts that we have on the site. So, all right, so some of the questions that we have. Um, let's see. Thanks for writing these to me, you guys. Violet Robinson wrote, what's the number one thing that you look for in a friend or a relationship? Oh gosh, what a great question. I really like people who are vulnerable and that can just be themselves and not be afraid to be them. Because I like weirdness and quirkiness. For a really long time, I was always looking for a guy that was just different, who had an edge. And I finally feel like I am finding that in people. And it might be because I am finding that in myself. I encourage you guys to all do the same. Okay, Jasmine Summer wrote, best advice for us gals that are 22 to 25, just starting life. P.S. I love you, your brand, and your vibe. Well, thanks, Jazz. Um, you're sweet. The best advice I would say is to really get to know yourself and what you want to do with your life and always take pride and integrity in everything that you do. And do it so well, as Maya Angelou says, that people just can't take their eyes off of you. And don't forget to laugh and just love yourself along the way. And get sleep. <laughs> All right. And when Violet Robinson asked another one that's really important, how do you protect your immunity while you're traveling and during the holidays? So this is great. I take good girl probiotics from my friend Lou Bosworth's line, Love Wellness. And I also eat something fermented every single day. And I eat tons of fruits and veggies, mostly veggies. Um, and I make my immunity boosting smoothies also, which you can find on my website. 
and I get lots of sleep and I try not to party too hard. But I still like having fun, especially when I meet a hot guy. Okay, so another person, Mindful Matilda, wrote, Have you ever tried manifestation or law of attraction? And how do you accomplish goals? Yeah, dude, the law of attraction thing is like, I don't think you need to overthink these like sort of, you know, do this and do that. Everybody try this. You know, my mom and dad are really simple people and I sort of followed their lead on this attraction thing. My mom was like, oh yeah, you know, when we met your father, it was really just great. And um, I just wanted to practice my English with him. And, you know, whether that's true or not, it probably is true, but also she probably had a thing for him and she's just trying to play it cool. A lot of it was just like letting go a little bit and seeing what would happen. Because remember, my dad was in the U.S. military. He lived in Connecticut. My mom lived in Japan and Tokyo. She was studying to be a school teacher. They're very different people leading different lives. Their paths cross at a Buddhist temple and they decide to stay in touch by letter, letter, letter. Oh, cool. My mom thought he was cool too. And she said, of course, there was like here and there that like maybe this wouldn't work out. And like, if I done when I, when she moved to Connecticut from Tokyo, it was like, no offense, Connecticut, but you know what I mean. So like that all worked out. A lot of it's just like trusting shit too. My sister says that her and her man just got on so well and, and it just ended up working out. And so my therapist will tell you this. What is meant for you shall not pass you, Dr. Anna Usim. Remember, if it's going to work out, it just will. It just will. Timing is everything. So do I believe in law of attraction? Sure. If you want to be love or if you want to find love, be love. And if you want to find cool as fuck people who are vulnerable and normal and real and don't want to be famous... Sorry, and just, I can't stand those people that want to be famous. It's so weird to me. Um, those those people, you just have to be that, and you'll start to attract it. I don't know if I necessarily believe in a law of it, but I do think that, like, you know what I mean. Just do you. How do I accomplish goals? Honey, it's called hard-ass motherfucking work. And my dad would tell you, he'd be the first to say, well, you just got to work with integrity and always give your best. That's what my mom would say. Translating to always do your best in Japanese. And if you don't do your best, then what the fuck are you going to expect? For people to like you and follow you and love you and buy your books and work and all that? I don't think so. You really do have to focus on being the best. And being the best may not be good enough right now because there's so much fierce competition. You just need to give excellence every time. Call me Mademoiselle wrote, what are you most proud of? What a great question. (sighs) You know, I don't know because I'm not really good at telling myself that I'm proud of me. (laughs) But I I feel like I'm the same freaking person from high school and junior high and elementary school and childhood. And I think my friends would agree. So I'm kind of proud of, like, not letting this really weird world of media, like, try to change me. Because I really like who I am. 
And I like where I came from. And I hope that sort of evokes a little bit of emotion. Okay, so last question of the day. C. Nunez wrote, Hey, this may be a great question for your pod. You speak so eloquently, which makes it so easy to listen to you. And that's just one of the things that makes you such a great messenger and leader. I, on the other hand, am much better at the written word than the spoken. So what do you suggest for people like me to do to strive to be able to speak more eloquently and effortlessly? With mucho love and good vibes your way, Crystal. Crystal, I love your note and thank you for being so sweet. My hand's on my heart. Grateful heart. Okay, first to answer your question, it's so great that you bring this up because one of my favorite editors, Cecilia Smith, who's worked with me for years, she also said, I love the way you organize your podcast, Candice. You're just a natural. The way that you divide things up, the storytelling, the real actionable advice, it's all great. And she said, you know, what's crazy is I'm so good at organizing on paper and editing and writing, but I'm not at something like a podcast or a speaking event or a taping. So my best advice to anybody who ever wants to get into like podcasting or say you just want to start shooting content or doing more videos, if you really want to take it to the next level, you do have to work for certain outlets that are respectable that can give you these opportunities. So they're not going to be paid. You can intern at some place like YouTube or Google, NBC, CBS, like you can intern at High Snobiety, Vice News, um, Goop, Girlboss, Well and Good, Vogue, L, Marie Claire. Go spend your time, even like the San Diego Union Tribune, the LA Times, New York Times, New York Mag, Time Out Mag. I don't give a fuck what you like to read. It could be, I was going to say something real inappropriate, but I'm not going to say that. You could just figure out an outlet where you can write, read, speak, share, tell, storytell. Journalism is your oyster. I want you to feel the most empowered when you are interviewing, when you are speaking, and when you are loving what you're doing. And then everything else just falls into place. That's all I've got this week, guys. I'm real, real happy that you listen every week. There are a couple things I need your help with. Number one, please buy one to three items on the matchashop.com. T H E the <laughs> matcha M A T C H A shop S H O P P E dot com. Please buy one to three items. That's all I'm asking. I've given you 27 free podcasts. It's the only way I'm going to be able to keep doing this. I also have a website full of free recipes for you. Please comment on my Instagram about what you want to see more of, what you loved, what you hated. Don't write what you hated, but write what you loved. Um, and then buy a gift for your BFF also on the matcha shop. Please subscribe to the pod, five-star review it, send me a love note there. I read every single one and I've got some juicy announcements to make as well. Um, I am going to, well, I'm going to go back to New York soon, obvi, but I mean, I am going to start figuring out where I'm going to move next. So get ready. There's traveling coming up. I'm working with a client in Paris and another one in Tokyo. And I think I will be going to Poland next year for Belvedere. I'm so excited. Hands on my heart. 
Um, for those of you who always ask about my Polish side of the family, it's something I really haven't explored yet. So this is very exciting. Um, I wish you the best holiday. Stay warm. Find somebody to fucking shack up with right now. It's a good time to do it. And um, I've really, I really hope everything works out for the best, guys. I don't have it all figured out. I don't have that whole next chapter of my life. But I just know that with freedom, you are becoming a magnet for other people to be attracted to naturally just by being yourself. So be you, do you, be free, and fuck everything else. All right, dude. I'll see you again, Wabi Sabi Pod. And don't forget to say hi on Insta at the Matcha Shop also. Um, And just keep it real, dude. Did you ever notice I say bye, like, in ten different versions? It's amazing. (laughs) All right. Ciao.